Hey, what's going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? This is your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings, and today we have an amazing guest speaker on the show to explain to you all just how important your health is. She is a former professional volleyball player. Uh, she also coached from different colleges, and now she trains seniors in conquering their health. Now, whenever we focus on you know changing our body, we want to really get a nice physique, and you want to get nice abs or nice arms, shoulders, glutes, whatever you want to achieve, sometimes we go too extreme. Sometimes we do things that our health is not you know, positively impacted with. Right? Most of the time we do jeopardize our health and we put our health in a bad place. We damage our metabolism, we damage our hormonal levels and so on, etc. right? But today we have an amazing guest speaker that's going to share with you all her self-experience and her knowledge base around everything and just how important your mindset should be towards focusing on health over physique. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this episode started. Here we go. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. And you know how we do on these amazing Wednesdays. We bring on an outstanding guest speaker onto the podcast, which is what we have today. Uh, we have a former professional volleyball player who now does a lot of training and coaching. And it's so amazing where her, her perspective kind of comes from, her point of view, because Everything is health and fitness related. Everything is like that, right? Everyone wants to achieve their dream body, want to sculpt their body. But what about the health aspect? What about achieving your inner self? And that's exactly what our guest speaker is going to uh, share with us today. So without further ado, everyone, welcome our guest speaker, Marcella. Hey, Marcella, how you doing? Hi, Matt. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So right now you are in uh, Florida, Miami, you said, right? Yes. That's so cool. And the weather's nice. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And that, that beach that you're on, what's that beach called? It's Hallandale Beach. It's about 30 minutes north of Miami. Wow. So do you go out there and surf sometimes or no? Uh, I'm not a big surfer, but I like swimming in the ocean. So yeah. I definitely go to the beach and I'm a big, I'm Brazilian. So I like to tan, you know. Nice, so. nice. <laughs> is, is the water like cold or hot or warm or perfect? Uh, in the summertime, it's pretty warm. In the winter, it's cold. So it just really depends on what time of the year. Okay. But it's awesome. nice. Wow, awesome. Yeah, you just showed me right now, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. Because I'm in Houston. <laughs> so, like, the closest beach we have is this one called Galveston, but it's not as nice as yours. How far from you is it? It's, like, um, maybe, like, 50 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic. Yeah. Not bad. But it's nice. It's nice. Okay, so Marcella, so everyone who is listening right now on the podcast who kind of just, you know, doesn't know who you are, um, our future listeners, um, you know, if you want, you can go ahead and just, you know, explain a little bit about your background and, and how you got to where you are right now. Okay, so um, I am originally from Brazil, like I said. Um, I've been in the United States for 14 years. 
I originally came here back in 2006 uh, on a volleyball scholarship uh, to play uh, for the University of South Florida, college volleyball. And uh, I've been playing my whole life since I was seven years old. Uh, I graduated in 2010 from college. Uh, in 2011, I went to Argentina and I played a professional season there. Um, then I had opportunity to come back to the United States and um, start college coaching. So I coached for the um, uh, Jacksonville University and also Georgia Tech. Um, and uh, after about four years of college coaching, I realized that that was not the career path that I wanted to take. Um, I was always very passionate about coaching. I started coaching little kids when I was 18 years old. But um, my passion was to uh, mentor and coach people of every kind of background, not only college athletes. Um, and I also wanted a little bit more um, freedom in my time. I wanted to be able to work for myself. Uh, so I decided to go back into uh, the volleyball court and uh, I played one more season professionally in Puerto Rico in 2015. Um, wow. During that time, I was I decided that I wanted to become a, a personal trainer, and I started studying for my certifications, I'm certified fitness trainer and uh, fitness nutrition specialist. And I'm currently taking the bodybuilding certification course, uh, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then I, I came back to the United States and uh, decided to move to Miami um, to. Uh, go after my dream of becoming a personal trainer. Uh, I think that this was a, a great place to to start their career, and I've been here since then. That's so cool. Whenever you got your scholarship, well, what did you like originally go to school for? Uh, actually, I was in school in Brazil for a mm -hmm. year and a half already in college for physical education. Nice. And uh, I thought that I want to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I came, you know, like I always had the passion for coaching and working with people and, and you know, and, and training and, and all that stuff. So the closest thing to that back in Brazil home, it was physical education. When I came mm. here, um, I had the choice to choose between physical education, exercise science. I don't know why. For some reason, I chose the physical education. Again, I thought I wanted to be a teacher. Right, right. And I quickly realized after my internships that I... It was not the right career path for me. Um, and that's when I, you know, kept on, on to the, like, stayed with the coaching and, 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 and volleyball and, and all that. So Nice. And then, so you came here, right? You, and you had to learn English here. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. That's crazy. I, you... I spoke a little bit of English. I, I took some courses in Brazil, but, you know, I, it's not like, it's not the same as, the daily conversations that you have with people. Right. Uh, so I had a, I had a, a good knowledge of grammar, but mm -hmm. conversation-wise, I, I learned everything here. Wow. So you came here, you went to school, you were still a professional volleyball player, and then uh, after that, you, you, you competed, right, in some shows? I did. So I started competition in bodybuilding um, in 2018. Uh -huh. um, and I did two competitions uh, in that year. And then my last one was actually a year ago, exactly a year ago in April of 2019. Um, and I decided to take a little break to focus on my health a little bit more. And um, 
but I'll be back sometime. I don't mm -hmm. know yet when, uh, but yes, bodybuilding is definitely uh, a new discovered passion of mine. That's so cool. What, what's like a little, little bit of like a, well, obviously there's a huge, plenty of differences between being athletic in a sport and competing for your physique, your figure, but like what, what were some of, I guess the training and like health differences that you saw like in both of them? Uh, you know, as an athlete, as a, a, a volleyball, a scholar athlete, um, my focus wasn't really on my health uh, per se. It was more um, my athletic performance. I wasn't really worried about eating healthy or, you know, getting enough sleep or drinking enough water or avoiding alcohol, for example. Wow. Um, the, 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 the goal wasn't on, was not on aesthetics. It was more on, on performance. Mm -hmm. um, so I worked really hard in the gym. I worked really hard on the court to improve my skills uh, in the gym to be as strong as I could uh, so it could improve my, my game. Um, but when it came to bodybuilding, the focus is totally on aesthetics. And then the health really isn't a focus at all. So I didn't <laughs> really focus on my health when I was an athlete, not because it, I was healthier, mm -hmm. because I was always super active, but I was really young and you know, you're in college, you like to party, all those things. Yeah. Um, but when it came to bodybuilding, the focus is really on um, how you can push your body to its limits. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the diet is very strict. The training is very intense. So you end up sac sacrificing your health a little bit on that aspect. How did, how did, um, okay, so whenever you're training, you know, and, and being a professional volleyball player, uh, what, were there like things that hurt your health? Uh, as a player, I would say that not understanding how food was feel, mm -hmm. uh, not that it would hurt my health, but it definitely, um, hurt my performance at mm -hmm. times, I would say. Okay. Um, if I was a little bit leaner, I probably could be a better player. I don't know. It's all thoughts that I have now and I understand a little bit more about it now than I did back then. Uh, but I also was, um, um, healthy, you know, naturally healthy, healthier than I was when I was competing for sure. Because, uh, even though I had a little bit more body fat, um, I also, I wasn't restricting myself of calories. I had to eat to perform mm -hmm. uh, well on the court. So those are the main differences I would say. Okay. How did, what kind of, um, I guess, how did competing like the whole nutrition aspect and training aspect, how did in competing, how did it hurt your health? Uh, well, I was very strict for a very long time. I was basically prepping for back-to-back -back shows for eight months. Um, I was wow. in a very intense, high cal caloric deficit for a long time. And uh, toward the end, after my last competition, I was prepping to do another one uh, about a month and a half, two months after. And I became very sick. Um, I had a fever. Um, my body wouldn't respond to anything. I had headaches. I was always foggy. I couldn't concentrate. I was always feeling tired. Um, I couldn't sleep. Um, my cycle, I had lost my cycle for two, two years. See, that's um, insane. So there was a lot of things that really affect me. And I didn't really realize at that time, uh, it became my norm. 
mm-hmm. because I was so focused on, you know, being the best that I could be in that sport and, 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 um, you know, trying to achieve those specific goals that I put my health aside. Um, and it hurt me, you know, it definitely hurt me, but, um, I, I started to realize and understand that I had to get my health back into focus because being, uh, especially because being in the, in the fitness industry and working with clients, that's what I want to convey. I want to convey to them and that health comes first before your physique, before the way you look. And, and it was a huge learning experience for me. It was understanding or learning that I have to take care of myself first so that I can help other people also take care of themselves and focus on their health so that they can achieve whatever are the goals they have as far as the way your body looks or, you know, and, and all that. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's so cool because you have, you have been through many different um, aspects of, of this industry. Like you were athletic, focusing on performance, getting stronger, getting better, better coordination, better power, stuff like that. And then, then you went into, you know, competing, dropping your body fat low and being as lean as possible, not drinking water towards like, you know, when you're two weeks out and you're taking away all these, you know, all the calories and you're taking away water, you're, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff is happening. And, but you look phenomenal. Like your body has, you personally, you've gone through a lot of ups and downs, like, you know, this and that. Yes, absolutely. And it was one of the, the most, um, uh, challenging, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, things that I've ever put myself through. Um, but I really, I, I, I wanted to see how far I could push and I yeah. pushed myself <laughs> to the limit, you know? Um, but I, but I, I did come to realize that, you know, you know, it, it's okay to, to have those goals and it's okay to, to, I, I love the sport. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm taking a course to learn even more about it. And I want to go back um, at some point. But, uh, but I also understand that there is timings. There is periods of time that you should be in those caloric deficits, um, not extended period of time because right. it starts to affect your health. Uh, and um, the changes that your body go through definitely are, you know, like every day you wake up. And you're a little bit leaner, you're a little bit, you know, you're getting closer and closer to that goal. Those are exciting things to me to see that some of those things that you learn with nutrition and fitness and, and how to um, eat to get your body to that level uh, are the things that really um, amaze me and excite me about, about the sport. Yeah, and that's so cool because it, it is. It's so amazing how what your body is capable of doing because a lot of people have done remarkable things and, and you can look at someone and then be, have a side-by-side photo of like how you are now and then like how you are when you're on stage and it's like, oh my gosh, that's like the same person, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> so cool, it's so cool. So I like how you said that you learned a lot. So you personally have a lot of experience. You have a lot of self-experience because you were the one, you were the athlete in those, in those shoes. So from being a professional volleyball player to being a coach for college, then competing in bikini competitions and now being a trainer, like you've been through many different places with your health and physique and even around different people with different goals. So how has your mindset changed since you very first began anything? Like when you very first began being athletic? You know, um, the main thing that changed, I would say, um, wasn't necessarily the mindset, it was my confidence. 
Um, oh, nice. And my confidence in myself, my confidence that I could do anything that I put in my mind that I wanted to do. Uh, if I set my mind into a goal, I can achieve. And I think that early on my, my athletic career, my volleyball career, I had a lot of doubts, you know, I was very hard on myself because I wanted to be perfect. And I had to understand that I wasn't perfect. I had to understand that I was going to make mistakes. And I had to understand that it was all in my mind that I had to control the way I reacted to some of those challenges and obstacles on the court and off the court uh, so that I could be the best that I could be, uh, not only for myself, but for my team. Uh, and so when I started really applying some of those concepts into, you know, my volleyball career, I started learning more and more of how my mind worked and how pow much power I had uh, if I was able to control my mind and control my thoughts. And as the years progressed, um, I think I became more um, mature right. mentally. Right. And uh, I was able to understand how, how those processes worked. Uh, and fast forward into bodybuilding and coaching and working with people, it's very amazing that, you know, that I can apply those concepts that I learned back when I was a volleyball player to my life now. And I can understand that, and I can help people understand that, if they're more mindful about the way they think and the way they react to certain things that are out of their control, because the only thing that they can have control over is their minds. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are trying to control everything else outside of themselves when they really have to turn their attention back into uh, your, their inner selves right. so that they can become that and they can achieve those goals and they can, uh, um, bring the best out of themselves. So um, I think I became a lot, like I said before, I became a lot more confident in my skills and my ability to work not only on myself, but to help other people uh, to understand that the knowledge that I have, it's helpful to someone else. Um, and to not to be afraid to share those right. things, you know, because I used to be very scared and afraid that, you know, um, I wasn't good enough and mm -hmm. I, I didn't have enough knowledge and I didn't, and, and I, I wasn't going to be able to help anybody. So by helping myself and by working on my own uh, mentality and mindset, um, I became a lot more confident to help others. That's awesome. I love how you say that you, that you can control your reaction. And that's so so true because you can control your reaction. Like there are things in life that you have no control over, but you can always control yourself. You can always control how you react. You can control what happens next because you are the one that's in charge of what happens next in your life. And, and I, I truly believe that. And that's, I love how you said that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's, um, you know, everything that, that, that my life has taught me. And that's why I, I'm so in love with health and fitness and, and athletics is because everything that I've learned on the court, working with people and working in this industry has taught me to, um, to be able to control myself when things are out of my control, right. you know, to be able to stay positive and know that better days are coming, that better situations will come, that obstacles will come, but I'll overcome them. And that's okay. It's part of life. 
Yeah. And it, it doesn't, it, what doesn't kill us makes, it makes us stronger. Right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I, that's one thing I love about fitness and training and, and anything. If you like to enjoy uh, weightlifting or if you enjoy powerlifting, if you enjoy calisthenics, if you enjoy um, athletic performance type of training or speed and agility, you're always showing up to your workouts, improving yourself. You're improving your body. You're improving you and the the only person you get to blame is yourself and that's what i love about fitness is it's you improving who you are mm-hmm. that's yeah so amazing. Definitely. yeah it's so cool and um uh, so you with uh i guess with dealing with because right now you so you like to train the the older crowd right the elderly kind of seniors yeah yeah i have clients of all sorts of backgrounds and ages <laughs> that's awesome my, that's- my my oldest client is 81 years old <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and that's so i love that i love because i i train um older people too my oldest client i've ever had he was uh, 76 and um the perspective they have on showing up to the workouts is so much different than uh working with someone who's 21 or 22 or you know 18 mm-hmm. so much different Oh yes, absolutely. I I think that for for this for seniors, you know, the the they base their goals uh, or their achievements is based on um, how they feel, on the improvements in their health, and they understand that uh, in order to stay independent, to be able to do things for the, continue to do things for themselves, they have to be strong and they have to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, for a younger person, you know, they're not normally a lot of times they're not really worried about that. Um, they're more worried about aesthetics or if it's a, a kid, they just want to play, you know? So, yeah. um, it, it's definitely exciting. That's the, those differences, what makes, uh, exciting to working with people, right? Cause they're, yeah. they're so different. They need different things from you. And it's always, you're always on your toes. Uh-huh. Yeah, always trying to adapt to like new new stuff, and you're, exactly. you're you're taking in so much information. You're learning so much more. Oh yeah, absolutely. Always, I always every day I go to work, I learn something new. That's for sure. That's so cool. So if someone has like um, if someone has an amazing body, amazing physique, they look great, right? They look great. Do, do you believe that they can still be unhealthy? Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm a perfect example of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that you know. First, um, uh, the focus, like I said, should be on your health first so that your body can follow. So to me, the first thing that I, I work with my clients is the mindset because, you know, it's, it's easy to say, yeah, I'm going to eat, you know, I'm going to follow this meal plan. I'm going to eat three servings of vegetables every day. I'm going to drink three liters of water. I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of information. There's a lot of things to do it all at once. And um, a lot of times when people are coming from not doing those things, for not having healthy habits to a complete 360, um, they end up failing or it's, 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 they're, they're setting up for failure because it's such a huge change and if they don't start working on their mindset before they decide to start on the journey, 
you know, they're, they'll do it for a few days or a week. And we see that all the time happening. You know, people yeah. will sign up for training or, or, or the gym and they do it for a month and then they don't see the results that they want to see it right away and they quit. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it's, it's one step at a time, changing the habits, um, starting with, little, you know, adding little things uh, to your daily routines, making a habit. Um, you know, it takes 21 days for a new habit to be created. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that you're going to just yeah. boom, snap, snap your finger and start doing it. So right. um, when you have unhealthy habits, that creates an unhealthy body for absolutely and, and that high intensity and the high um, the bodybuilding world. Like I said, um, it's, it's got to be something that you do it for a short period of time. And then you have to find a balance, right, afterwards, mm-hmm. because that's the most challenging thing is, like I said, like it goes back to the mentality, creating that strong mentality to understand that your body is not going to look that way for the rest of your life. Right, right. Because it's temporary, and then you find a balance, so you're healthy, mm-hmm. you still have a body that you like to look at yourself in the mirror every day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're not, um, you're not unhealthy. You're making yourself... Um, unhealthy by you know restricting yourself too much right and i think it's so cool because uh you can have right people can can be look very nice like aesthetic and have amazing amazing abs amazing stomach or a nice biceps shoulders chest nice glutes legs and they can look amazing Mm -hmm. and and they can be really healthy like super healthy because mm-hmm. they're taking care of themselves, they're drinking water and all that good stuff. Whenever people go for the extreme because they're trying to get there faster or they're trying to get there, you know, mm-hmm. just a lot quicker and achieve something, I guess, greater, just like competing, you know, they push their health to, to the limits. And, and that is, that's scary sometimes. Yeah. And then, you know, there's another thing it takes so much, it takes time, you know, for mm-hmm. you to build a physique that you can sustain, you know, a lot of those people, you know, and, and that there's different body types. You know, there are people yes. that are naturally skinnier and they're able to maintain a lower body fat and still be healthy. And there are people that are not, you know, mm-hmm. I was never a naturally skinny person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, it's very, my body really feels it when I drop below a certain body fat, you know, level. Um, and so everybody's bodies reacts differently. And, uh, you know, you have to really get to know your body, understand how your body works um, so that you're not, um, you know, make your, making yourself unhealthy. Yeah. Cause that's sometimes you, sometimes people push their health to the limit and there's sometimes they don't come back, you know, like they push there's some so far that they've, they've completely damaged their body, you know? And, and, and that is scary because once you have one health, you know, and, and you can't, you can't just throw it away or think like I can do this because I'm young or I can do this because of this and that, you know, you should always, always take care of your health, your inner self all the time. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's a balance, you know, mm-hmm. like you have to find it to me. Balance is everything. Mm-hmm. You really have to find a balance with, in between like what you feel like it's your best self that you you know, aesthetically wise that you like to look in the mirror, like I said, and say, Hey, I like what I see. Yeah. And um, a healthy state of your inner body and that you know and it's again it goes back to working on your mind and understanding that okay I might not have the six-pack abs that I had six months ago 
Right. But I still like this body that I'm looking at. It's still a nice looking body. It's still aesthetically pleasing and I'm healthy and I feel strong and I feel good. And my, my body is functioning um, option, optimally, you know? Yeah. Self-love and self-improvement, you know? Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. It takes a lot of work, but um, absolutely worth it. Yeah. So for everyone listening right now that might have like all their focus on their physique, like, cause the, I've met a lot of people who, Oh, I got to do this. I got And I was one of them. Like I'm guilty. I used to be so strict with what I ate because I was so nervous because I'm the same mm-hmm. way. Um, well, I'm naturally very skinny, very skinny, but it's hard for me uh, to leave a comfort zone with my food because I feel like I'm going to get skinny again. Or if I skip the gym, I'm going to get skinny again. Or, um, you know, I'm going to lose my definition and stuff like that. So I was very mm-hmm. focused on just little body parts like, you know, my core or I don't want to lose uh, size in my shoulders or lose size in my chest or, you know, stuff like that, which is, I look back now and it's like kind of dumb of me, but cause now it's more <laughs> of like, I, I want to be healthy. I want to be able to be happy and love what I'm doing and love myself, you know? And mm-hmm. so, but I still meet a lot of people who are very focused on their physique. So for everyone who is focused on their physique and not on their health, what kind of tips would like, would you give them? Um, you know, first I would say practice mindfulness. Um, I think uh, like uh, everything that I, um, that I've achieved, uh, in my athletic career and bodybuilding in my work, uh, I've, I've achieved through being mindful of my actions toward myself and toward others. Uh, so really getting to understand why are the reasons why they're so focused on, the way they look, is that because they are trying to impress the world or they're doing that really truly for themselves, you know? And I would say that 90% of the people want to look good on Instagram, you know? I agree, Um, I agree. And so uh, that's not something that, you know, I think that at the end of the day, it's going to fulfill you. Um, It's something that, okay, you're going to look good for a picture and, um, and then what? Right, you right. Know? So, um, that's a good way to, to put me, it. It's a lot more, it's a lot deeper. It goes a lot deeper in that. So, really find and search in your inner self what is motivating you to go to that extreme, to want to achieve that dream body. Um, and, uh, and think about if it's worth it. What, what really matters in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that. So, real quick, what, what keeps you focused? What keeps you wanting to stay healthy what why do you do it you know i love the way i feel mm-hmm. uh, every day i wake up with so much energy um i i love what i do i love working with my clients i love helping them and uh, when i help myself uh indirectly i'm helping them yes or directly you know yes um so i i i love eating a balanced diet. I love the energy that I feel after a, a, a tough workout. I love the sense of accomplishment. Um, and uh, I think to me, you know, like I said, like being healthy and uh, being happy with myself and um, with the work that I do to help others achieve the same um, is what really motivates me you know um it's it's something that like i said before it comes from from 
from my, from my heart and it comes mm -hmm. from what fulfills me. And this is a lifestyle that I've built, you know, like I don't work out because I force myself to work out because I feel like if I'm going to eat that pizza, I'm going to get fat. Right. <laughs> you know, I work out because I enjoy, I truly enjoy it. You know, it's fun. It makes me feel good. Uh, you know, when I eat healthy, I feel great after a nice healthy meal. Um, but that doesn't mean that I only eat, you know, salads and grilled chicken and, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I can treat myself every once in a while too. Uh -huh. So, you know, I think you, the motivation has to come from inside and not from the outer, outer world. It has yeah. to come from your inner self for sure. Right. I like how that, that, so there's this thing you said earlier that, and it's still stuck, like it's still with me right now, but whenever you said that you wanted to work on yourself, whenever you were on your team for volleyball and you wanted to work on yourself and improve your performance so you can be there for, for you, obviously, but be there for your team, right? Because you have a team and, and, and you need to show up every day and perform. And that, I believe, leaks into your life, which is why you're mentally like this now. Like, I believe that you should take care of your health. For example, families, right? You got a husband, you got a wife. Well, let's say husband, wife, two kids, and, you know, pets, okay? And, you know, the husband should take care of themselves and, and you know, do what they got to do to make sure that their health is in check and, and, you know, just mentally their body positivity so that he can show up every day for his wife and his kids and his family mm -hmm. and vice versa, you know, with the, with the wife too. And then when the kids grow up, same thing. So I'm a true believer in, in that. And what you said earlier, like still stuck with me because um, of everything you're saying right now, like do it for yourself so that you can show up every day and be the best you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that that's the most rewarding thing, you know, it's like yeah. when you can actually know that you're making an impact and you're uh, being that person for the people that need you. In my case, you know, I don't, I'm not married. I don't have kids, but my clients really need me. Yes. So I need to be the best that I can be so that I can help them. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I love your point too. I love that what you said, because it's, it's, if, if, if we all thought that way, you know, I think that, um, the whole world would be a lot healthier. We would mm -hmm. have a lot less, you know, uh, cases of preventable diseases, deaths. Oh, yes. Uh, a lot of less overweight, a yes. lot of, uh, you know, a lot less of that. And, and I think that the, there's a shift happening now in the world mm -hmm. uh, when people are being forced to become more health conscious and they're being forced to realize that they really have to take care of themselves so that they, don't let the people that they love down, that they yes. can be there for them. Absolutely. And you do show up for your clients. And it's funny because it's a domino effect. You show up for them. They show up for their family. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. so cool. Yeah. One thing that I love about you is obviously your positivity mindset just by, you know, listen to your voice and, and you're passionate about this is, is amazing. Uh, but one other thing I love is really your your whole story your whole background and how you have gone through all these different things with your body and all this like self-experience knowledge that you've gained and now like going from being an, uh, an athlete you know professionally and then you know going and competing uh, or competing on you know stage for a physique and for your body and then now coaching and falling in love with coaching the older crowd because now you know through all that that your health is is important and that's one thing that i love about you 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's so cool. So, so with all your experience, everything you've gone through, right? So working with young athletes to now training with seniors, you know, elderly, what mindset differences do you see in the two? Uh, well, the, the young, you know, the young athlete, their mindset is performance, performance, performance. They want to, they base their, uh, their success on how well they perform. Mm-hmm. Um, for, and so they, you know, the, the, the focus, if they have to eat healthy and, you know, and go to the gym every day, they will, because they know that it will improve their performance for the elderly. Uh, the focus is on their health. They want to show up every day and take care of themselves because they know that if they don't, um, that that's going to be, um, they're going to not be able to do such simple things in their daily lives. Like, mm-hmm. you know, pick up something from the floor, they'll lose their balance, you know, like, so working, uh, on their balance is something super simple, but that they, they know they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to be able to stay as in the independent for as long and healthy for as long as they can in their lives, you know, it's, that's their motivation. Yeah. Um, you know, and so the motivations are different. Um, they're both, both very highly motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, but what motivates them is a little bit different. And, uh, to me, it's rewarding working with either, you know, I loved working with my college athletes back when I was a coach, mm-hmm. uh, because they were so highly motivated. Yeah. Uh, but I also, you know, working with the, the elderly, I know that I'm helping them in their health and I'm helping them with the quality of their lives. And that's super rewarding. And they're motivated for that. You yeah. know, um, a lot of them, they, you know, to be honest with you, they hate exercising. They complain a lot. <laughs> uh, they so does so the young crowd. <laughs> <laughs> true, that's true. That's true. Um, but, you know, comparing them with the, the college athlete. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, but they, they, they do it anyways. They do it because they know it's important to them. And, um, and they, they thank me because they tell me, you know, how much better they feel. And they know, and I say, hey, you know, if you're going to hate me for this half an hour, an hour, it's fine because I you're going to remember, you're, you're going to remember me later and you're going to thank me, you know, uh-huh. and that's, and that's true. That's proven to be true every single time. And I love it. That's so awesome. One thing that I, that I guess I'm happy that I learned kind of like, cause I'm 25 right now. So like a thing that I, that fears me is growing to be 60, 65, 70 and, and having to rely on somebody, you know, obviously if something were to happen and like I become in a certain way where I need help that's out of my control, then, mm-hmm. then that's life. Okay. I'm gonna deal with that. But if I am not taking care of myself and I'm not stretching and staying mobile, staying active, and that is then damaging my health for the future to where now I'm 60, 65 and I can't get off the couch or I, if I were to fall down, I can't get up and you're only 65 years old. You know, like that is, is one of my fears. So I strive every day to, to obviously feel good, feel great, and push my body and, and have a nice, you know, physique. But I also focus a lot on my health, my joints, and mm-hmm. that inner self that we should all focus on. Yeah. And then, you, you know, the interesting thing is that, you know, and I, I like to say that I think we found the fountain of youth through nutrition and exercise. Because I've come to contact with some 60, 65-year-olds that 
literally look like they could be 40 and they feel yeah. like they're, you know, they haven't aged uh -huh. and they have been working out for a very long time. And it's so amazing to see that. And if you strive for that, you strive for getting to that age feeling like, you know, you're, you feel young and you feel mm -hmm. good and you're, and you're healthy and you're strong and uh, it makes you look good and in your confidence and everything, you know, and everything you do. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's a great motivation to have. It's to age well and healthy so that you can be independent for as long as you can. Um, and like you said, not, not be dependent on anybody else to mm -hmm. maybe get up if you fall down or, you know? Yeah. Did, did it kind of take you a long time to kind of figure out that health before fitness? Um, I would say it's something that really hit me after my last competition. Okay. Um, so I would say about a year. So mm -hmm. in, in, four, in four years of being a, a person training and working with people, uh, yeah, I would say it took me a little while. Yeah. Uh, even though I knew and I understood and I always convey that idea to my clients, I wasn't really practicing myself. Um, and so in the last year, I've definitely um, changed my mindset a lot in perspective because I was, I was guilty of that. I was really worried about, you know, I wanted to look a certain way. I felt like people would only respect me. And uh, as a trainer, if I had the six app, you know, uh, so the six pack app and, mm -hmm. and, and I was, and I looked a certain way and, and I realized now that that couldn't be far from the truth. Um, that people respect what you do because um, they know that you care about them and they know that you want them to be healthy and strong and to live their best lives. That's so awesome. You got so much experience. That's so, that's so great. That's like really great. You have worked with all these amazing people and that's so cool. So for, for everyone listening right now, you know, if you are, are so focused on your physique or so focused on something and, and you can feel, you can feel it. When your health is in jeopardy, you can feel your health. You can, your body talks to you all the time. It talks to you all the mm -hmm. time. And, and if you are feeling a certain way, you are tired, you are sluggish, you, certain things are now getting harder, you're out of breath or whatever it is. Uh, and you're so focused on your physique or you're so focused on fixing yourself and not helping yourself because you want to and you love yourself do it you know improve your inner self improve who you are mentally and that's gonna you know ripple effect to, to giving you the bonuses of having the amazing body and, and feeling positive and, and great about yourself you know so for, for everyone listening right now our current listeners future listeners marcella uh, where can they find you uh so i'm on instagram marcella oliveira o-l-i-v-e-i-r-a underscore fitness um you can find me there that's the, the platform that i'm the most active i have facebook but i don't really check as much uh, uh so definitely instagram uh there you can find me contact information email if you're interested in online coaching i also do um online consulting and coaching training um i just launched a new platform th through ladder um you can click the link on my bio on my instagram um and uh, let's work together nice yes and and everyone listening right now you have the the privilege and luxury of listening to her but once you see her and you can feel the energy of looking at her and and how much she impacts you, you you're gonna love it you're gonna love it so yeah if you have any questions if you have any questions for marcella go ahead and reach out to her uh she just gave you her information contact information as well but 
Another thing too, y'all, if you know someone right now who can benefit from these episodes or if you gained any value or if you're like, you know, nodding your head up and down right now, like, yes, they, Marcella's right. You know, they're talking about some good stuff. Share it out to your friends, you know, share it out to your parents. Uh, put it on your Instagram story, your Snapchat, Facebook. Go ahead, tag us if you want to. But, you know, if you have any questions or anything that you want to know more of, we are more than welcome to, to, to give you the answers to your questions. Uh, but you know how we do it, y'all. We're coming towards the end of the episode. So everyone out there right now, get out there, train hard. Live strong. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.